Travel is an amazing way to experience new places. Wellness is being physically, mentally, and emotionally healthy. The Sweet Dreams Wellness Travel Podcast is all about exploring travel and wellness. I'm Barbara Tuckett, your host and the owner of Sweet Dreams Travel. Part of our emotional and mental health is connection, and I believe that traveling with the intention to connect can bring wellness to your life. In this podcast, I explore traveling for connection, connecting with places and experiences, connecting especially with people, the people you're traveling with, the people you meet, and especially connecting with yourself. I want your travel to improve your wellness. Hey, welcome to the podcast. So happy to have you here today. And today we are on the topic of families and kids and all those fun things. I'm thinking about, so I'm recording this in the spring and summer travel is right around the corner. So if you are, if you haven't planned your summer travel yet, let's get going on that. Today we are talking about how to have fun and low stress trips, how to have fun travel with your kids. Um, is that even possible? You might be thinking. So I'm going to share just some travel hacks and some ideas that will make family travel more fun. So hopefully by the end of this, you are a little more excited to travel with your kids and to make it even more fun. So two of the best things that make travel go more smoothly, uh, just overall, whether it's with kids or without kids or anything, are understand what you're getting into and prepare. So if you are somebody that is not a big planner or not a big, not big into preparation, take some of these ideas and just incorporate even a few of them and it will make you're traveling with your kids and your family trips, like I would say way better than they might have been in the past. Flying by the seat of your pants isn't necessarily the best suggestion for when you're traveling with your family. Um, so let's jump in. First of all, the first suggestion I have is know that everything takes longer than you expect. So just plan that when you are traveling with your kids, with your family, plan to just take a little more time. And if you have set that expectation in your own head, you and your, for example, if you're the wife, you and your husband, if you've kind of talked about that and you know that ahead of time, things will be so much easier and less stressful for you if you just plan for extra time. For example, give yourself more time at the airport. Just know that it will take more time to get to the airport, like it will even take more time to get out of the house, as you know, when you are just going somewhere with kids, but you know, traveling with kids, it's kind of up a whole different level. So give yourselves like plenty of time to get to the airport, plenty of time to check in. If you are checking bags, get all of that. You think about going through security with everybody. You might have to buy some last minute snacks or something that somebody forgot. You may have to stop at one of the little airport stores and get that before you go. Of course, everybody's going to have to use the restroom before you get on the flight. This is if you're flying. If you're taking a road trip, things are a little more relaxed, but it's still really hard to get out the door. And often, I mean, I know 
like almost nine times out of 10, if we were taking road trips when my kids were littler, we left later than we thought we were going to, than we had planned, just because everything takes longer with kids. So just know that from the get-go and either allow for it or plan on it. Like if you know that you want to get up and get an early start, like think in your head, okay, we are leaving by this time and make it be like a whole hour earlier than what you really think you're going to get out the door. And then by the time you get out the door an hour later, you're feeling pretty good about things because you totally allocated that time. So think through, like even during your trip, think through your daily schedule and allow more time than you would imagine. Um, not only getting out the door, but like even getting out the door while you're on vacation. If you are going to a beach that day, like how long is it going to take you to get out the door and to get all your beach stuff and to get everybody's swimsuits and to make sure you've got your flip-flops on and to, you know, all the things that it takes to get everybody ready and out the door. If you are going sightseeing, same thing, like plan way ahead. Like if you have to be at a certain place and for different sightseeing, make sure you think in your own head, okay, I don't just have to be there at 1030. Like I have to be there at 10 o'clock. And so what do I have to be, uh, you know, to get, have ready to get there by 10 o'clock. And then if you don't get there until 1015, you're great because you really didn't need to arrive until 1030, right? So just really think through the timing of it all. What if it's getting to a restaurant? What if you have a restaurant reservation? There is nothing more stressful than trying to get everybody somewhere and feeling stressed and feeling late and feeling frustrated and all of that. So really, really, really allocate more time for everything and pack fewer things in, into your day, into your schedule. And things will go like so much more relaxed and more smoothly if you do that. So, okay. This is tip number two. And this one's really hard to follow. It is avoid overpacking. Okay. I know that you totally want to pack every single thing that you use at home for the trip, just in case you might need it, just in case. And I would say my reasoning for that here, let's go through this and see what you think. Bring the essential. If they have a, like if they're young and they have a blankie or they have a stuffed animal or they need their binky or whatever it is. Yeah, definitely bring that or bring an extra one or whatever, whatever you need to, to make sure that that meltdown is not going to happen because they don't have that essential item. Right. I suggest even from a really young age, little kids can carry a little backpack. So I suggest letting your kids bring for the extra things that they bring the toys or the whatever they bring to entertain themselves with, have them keep it in their own backpack. Like they carry the backpack with that in it. And then you'll know that they are just in charge of their own little backpack. Um, okay, another thing that is, I feel like a total, total help in preparing for your trip, make a list of things to pack. One of my daughters is was like, really, she's the one that totally got me into this. From the time she was really little, she would be like, what do I have to pack mom? And she wanted that list so that she didn't forget anything. And so I actually, we had a little whiteboard and I would make a list on the whiteboard of you need this many shirts, you need this many shorts, you need your swimsuit, you need your pajamas, you need, anyway, so I would go through and I would make a list of everything that she needed to put in, in her suitcase 
And she could just follow that and check that right. She would just erase the whiteboard as she got the different things packed. And from just a young age, she totally could pack for herself and get her things done. And you can do that for your kids from being a young age or, you know, if they're still too little and you need to pack for them. I did it. I have done it even for up until my kids are teenagers and even adult sizes. For example, if they've been going on a trip, like for example, the first time we all went on a cruise together and they needed to know, okay, so what kinds of things are different on a cruise versus like the other types of vacations that we've taken? And I just make a list for everybody and we'd put those things in our suitcases and then we were good. So do it for yourself, do it for other people that are packing. And then that will just totally help alleviate your stress. Uh, also, another thought in mind, if you are packing without a list, if you're just like, okay, we're going to be gone for seven days. And so I need, you know, this many shirts and this many pants or this many shorts or whatever. I tend, and I think a lot of people are like this to think more in the what ifs, but what if this, but what if I get that shirt dirty? And so then I need another shirt to replace it. Or what if I, you know, this or that or whatever. And so you end up overpacking way more than you need to. So if you've got that list and you kind of just stick to it and wear outfits that kind of mix and match, you know, this pair of pants can, or shorts or whatever can also go with multiple tops or different things like that. It will completely help cut down on the amount of clothes that you are bringing along with you. Keep the weather forecast in mind. Don't forget to throw in a jacket or a raincoat or even little mini umbrellas or whatever you might need for, you know, the inclement weather that might come along. But um, as far as packing also, minimize your shoes. So a good rule of thumb is, especially with kids in mind, bring two pairs of shoes. Bring a comfortable like walking pair of shoes and bring, you know, a nice pair. If you are if, you know, if you have beach days included in there, then maybe you could stretch and also do like some flip-flops or something if that's not included in the other two pairs of shoes. But really, minimal shoes is way better and it helps keep the weight down. Another idea is to roll the outfits together. Like for your kids, get the shirt, get the shorts, underwear, whatever is going to be worn for that day and roll it up and just stick it in the suitcase just like that. So that when the kid is, you know, ready to unpack for that day or get out the outfit for that day, all they have to do is grab that roll, put on that shirt, that those pair of pants, and they're good to go. So, you know, put the socks inside, whatever they, whatever they need for that day. Um, so that is a good way to kind of think, keep things organized. Don't forget to pack a wet bag because a lot of times you might have a wet swimsuit at the end of your trip, or you might have just those shoes that are a little muddy or something like that. And you want to just throw them in the bag, stick them in the suitcase, and then dry, finish drying it out or washing it or whatever you need to do when you get home. Don't forget, one reason to avoid overpacking is that you might be carrying your kids plus luggage, right? You've got to figure out, okay, I've got my own backpack or my own bag and my own luggage, my own suitcase, and then I've got to carry a kid along with that. So that's another good reason why it's really good idea to minimize your luggage. And another thought, you can buy what you need at your location because other kids live there too. 
So you don't have to pack all of the diapers. If you know, if you're at that stage where you've got diapers, you don't have to pack all of the diapers for your whole trip, for your whole week and take up all that space in your luggage. You can take what you need for the first few days and then buy some once you're there. So it's, it's really easy to overpack when you've got kids, but if you follow some of those tips, hopefully that will help you. Okay, another tip <coughs> for traveling with your family, pre-book everything that you can. Now, I'm always a fan of pre-booking stuff anyway, because I just think it makes things go so much easier. But with a family, that is like 10 times. I always suggest booking a hotel with a breakfast. That way you don't have to go search for something every single morning or have that that back and forth of, okay, what do we want? And what, oh, this person doesn't want what everybody else wants. If you've got a hotel with a breakfast, especially a nice breakfast, everybody just gets what they want. If some, that kid wants cereal, they have cereal. If somebody else wants waffles, they've got it right there. But also pre-book your tours and your sightseeing as much as you can. Obviously don't stack it in and overdo it because that's a recipe for disaster. Like we kind of talked about, everything takes a lot more time than you think, but just make sure you include enough tours and sightseeing and pre-booked things so that you don't have to stress about it or worry about it once you're in destination, you already have got the plan in mind. Make sure you include kid-friendly things. For example, several years ago, we took our kids to New York City and we were there for a few days and we wanted to do some things like, you know, we definitely wanted to obviously do the Ellis Island and the Statue of Liberty and the Empire State Building and the, you know, like all of the touristy things like that, which we thought would be fun for the kids. And it, and it was, but we made sure that for our two little girls that we included the American Girl Doll Store that's in Manhattan. And we made sure that we, you know, we included a ferry ride and the boys loved that. And we included, you know, just some of those little things that would be extra entertaining and fun for the kids. So don't forget about the kid-friendly things, even though there's plenty of things that you might want to do as adults. Don't forget that they may not be quite so entertained as you are, <laughs> as you are planning. Okay, <laughs> the next suggestion, set expectations. Obviously, anyone with young kids knows that if there's too much happening, a meltdown might be in the works. It just might be coming because it's just too overwhelming for those little ones. So go over the itinerary with everybody and you don't have to do it all at the same time. It might be, you know, a different conversation with your spouse than from what it is with your, you know, three or four-year-old that can only take in little chunks of information at a time versus the whole entire itinerary. Set the food expectations. You might be going to, for example, you might be going to an all-inclusive resort somewhere in the Caribbean or Mexico or something, and the food might not be exactly what you're used to. So set the expectations for your kids and yourself and know that things might be a little different. You can bring snacks as needed. Make sure you don't forget about that. You know, if there's a certain thing that you know someone in your family loves and you don't want to have to deal with the meltdown that will ensue, bring it, you know, bring those uh, goldfish crackers or whatever, whatever it is that somebody in your family needs. So like I said, every age can benefit from setting the expectations and going over the itinerary. 
I, I know that even the same location, the same vacation can have all different expectations depending on your personality. It doesn't even depend on the age. It depends on the personality. A few years ago when we went on a cruise, I know my son just wanted everything to be pretty laid back and to just kind of take things easy and just have lots of downtime. Whereas my daughter wanted, you know, go, 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 and let's go do this activity and that activity and this and that. And so if you're trying to include everybody in the same thing, the same vacation and the same experience, you might have somebody that is very disappointed or worn out or not happy with the experience versus somebody else. You know, if somebody wanted just mostly downtime and all they get is run around or vice versa, then, you know, they they are not going to end up with as good of a vacation. So try and, you know, set the expectations, talk about your trip before you go and make sure everybody kind of knows like what's going on and what to expect. So those are the fa- the major suggestions for traveling with your family. Remember that traveling with your family is still traveling with your family, right? It's they're still yours. They're still your people and it still might be that crazy that is just your own family and your own situation. So you are still a parent, you are still, you know, you never get out of that role even if you are on vacation. It's not going to be the same kind of vacation with your family as it is with just adults, of course. But doing the prep work ahead of time and like kind of setting expectations and thinking through it, like I've talked about, is going to make it so much better. It will make it so much more enjoyable for everybody. The more communication you have, the more expectations you set, the better it is going to be and the more fun that it will be for everybody. So those are my little quick tips for how to make it a better experience to travel with your family. And let me know if you'd like help setting something up for the summer. We're Summer's just right around the corner, so we're practically there. I would love to help you with anything that you might need. And please, I I say this in the, I say this, I think kind of every, every single episode, I mention it, but if you are enjoying this podcast, I really would love it if you subscribe, like, because then you get every single episode as it comes out. And I really would love it if you leave a review if you share with people, like it just helps so much to help this grow and become a better connective experience for all of us. So anyway, thank you so, so much for being here and we'll see you next time. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I would invite you to like, share, or leave a review. Let's help grow our wellness travel community.